Yeah, I guess I have a world exclusive for you here. Not only do I have one book coming out, I have two books coming out. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Having Report Podcast. Oops, it's not just any episode. This is the 100th episode special, and it's actually just part one. It's so good, we got to come back twice for this one, because today we're going to be speaking to none other than Roger Bear. Roger served as the face of Bitcoin through many of the early years and still remains a prominent figure to this day. We are now powered by Riverside FM. He's planted many seeds in the space that have now grown to be multinational companies and big players in this space. We're so excited. Roger drops a world premiere on our show and hasn't been seen a lot in the media lately. And on our 100th episode special, Roger breaks down what he's been up to, what's been occupying his time, and what he's most excited for in the space right now. So without further ado, everybody welcome Roger to the Having Report podcast. Welcome back to the Haven Report podcast. Thanks for doing this. Thank you, Brad. You just told me before before we started recording here, everything's on the table today. So that's that sounds pretty exciting to me. But Roger, it's been two and a half years since uh, you and I last spoke. Bitcoin was at sixty thousand dollars US. Um, uh, Bitcoin Cash, I think, was north of five hundred US. You've been relatively quiet in the media lately, but I have seen you on. Uh, I think it was Show Me the Crypto and, and maybe one other one, if I'm not, I'm not mistaken. But uh, you know, for personal reasons, you said you had taken a step back. You know, give, given your significant influence in, in the crypto space, you know, would you be willing to share any of that? Uh, the, the super, super short version of, of that is that uh, girls are much more difficult than crypto. So we'll, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. So. I saw a great meme that said 21 million Bitcoin, 3.5 billion women. Women can wait. Uh, they, they made the disagree. Full time into crypto. And, and, and this one I, I thought was pretty special. But no, something that really stood out to me when I watched your podcast uh, with Show Me the Crypto was that, uh, you know, you've announced that you have a book coming out. And, you know, I know myself and many other people thought, you know, this is a long time coming. Roger Ver, your, your book, and you even alluded to it on the first time you came on my show. Uh, you said that somebody ought to write a book one day about you know all the things that uh, how Bitcoin has been strained from becoming money for the world. So my question is, you know, is that what your book is about, or could you give us a sneak peek into what readers can expect? Yeah, I guess I have a world exclusive for you here. Not only do I have one book coming out, I have two books coming out. Two uh, books. And both- wow. <laughs> I, one I think will make it this year. The other probably the beginning of Q1 of next year. But uh, uh, one book is exactly about how Bitcoin got hijacked and prevented from becoming money for the world. And the entire adoption of cryptocurrency around the world was delayed and, and intentionally delayed, I think. And like some people think, oh, that's crazy talk to think that like government would intentionally delay the adoption of, of Bitcoin. No, look what they do with like the security standards online too. They specifically have people join the security like uh, standards boards and subvert like the, the protocols for different security standards online so that the NSA can continue to spy on people around the world. So you'd be crazy to think that the government wouldn't try to delay the adoption of cryptocurrency. So, and then the other books, uh, more of a, a personal side of life and, 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 you know, how I came to be the person that I am today. Um, and, you know, why I was so excited about crypto, but the other books specifically about the hijacking of Bitcoin and the, per- the delay, hopefully not the prevention, but certainly the delay of, of cryptocurrencies becoming peer-to-peer electronic cash for the world. For sure. I'd be excited to to read both those, Roger. Now, do you have do you have titles for these books chosen? Is that have you made those pu- that public yet or are you kind of still deciding on the tentative title for the for the first one about you know the, the hijacking of Bitcoin is called Taking Back Bitcoin. Very cool. Uh do you know of any other media releases coming up featuring yourself or do you have any more interviews lined up coming up? No, I I've, I've been I've been real uh focused on some things in my personal life recently and you know you you were one of the interviews that I enjoyed so much in the past so I agreed to do this one. Uh, that truly really means a lot. 
Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to focus on those other uh, personal issues at the moment. So. For sure. Uh, priorities, man. You were recently at the Nomad Capitalist event, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you, you mentioned that show when you were on my show, uh, and I've been an, an avid watcher since. Uh, you know, how was the event, and you know, what are people talking in that community? Yeah, it was a fantastic event. Uh, lots of uh, crypto people there, of course, and uh, it was kind of surprising this year they didn't specifically have a cryptocurrency panel, although it bled over into some other panels. But I suggested next year that they actually have, you know, at least one panel dedicated specifically to cryptocurrency. And uh, I think they're planning the next event next year already as well. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, it was a fantastic time. I met so many really, really wonderful, interesting, smart, uh, entrepreneurial minded people there. I bet, man. My first fun blitz question for you, coffee or tea? Tea. I've never even tried coffee, fun fact. So Seriously? Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't try it until like I was in my in my mid-20s and I had a friend who just like really forced it on me one day. I tried it, had a couple, and now now I just I like the kick. But uh, it's probably better in the long term if you don't get hooked it, on that stuff. It doesn't stuff. really smell good to me. So it's, it's not like an yeah. aversion to caffeine or anything like that. It just doesn't smell like something you should drink. It'll, you'll save a lot of money at Starbucks too by not by not drinking coffee. You know, are you going to give an opportunity? Like you got these books coming out. Is there really an opportunity for, for folks like me to maybe get a, a signed copy? Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out a way to, to make that yeah. happen as well. Sure. Another fun blitz question. Do you have a, do you have a favorite song right now? I very rarely listen to music. So no. Are, are you a movies guy? Do you have a favorite movie? Maybe I very rarely watch movies, but if I, I do watch movies, I like a science fiction that's believable. So I guess if I had to name two, um, Ex Mahina is awesome. Okay. And then, uh, actually just recently, uh, someone recommended the movie hers to me, which is, I guess is like a 15 year old movie. And I thought it was some sort of like, you know, leftist gay something movie. Cause it's a picture of a man with a mustache and the name of the movie is hers. And so I thought it was something weird that I wouldn't be interested in, but I watched it. Oh my gosh, is that an interesting science fiction movie? So uh, another recommendation there is hers. Is that with Joaquin Phoenix? I don't know any uh, sure. actors at all. So okay, okay, I and that's about it. Heard of Tom Cruise? Is that what you said? Yeah, but I, I, I don't know what actors are in any movies at all. Uh, now uh, another uh, a book I read that is so, sort of seems similar to what you're writing, but maybe from the small blockers side was the block size wars. Are you familiar with this book? I, I've heard of it. Um, Mm -hmm. When that came out, I was focused on some other things. I'd, I'd like to read it at some point, but haven't yet. But maybe I'll read that and we can talk about it, uh, both that book and then my book when they both come out again. That would be that would be awesome, man. Uh, but yeah, so I will. I will. Yeah, you are mentioned obviously in that book quite a few times, and I, I thought it was pretty fair. I just it does kind of paint the pictures, the paint the picture of the small blockers or, or the good guys at the end. I felt like so. I'm kind of excited to see to read your book, Roger. Yeah, well, well, here uh, we are, and the proof is in the pudding, right? Here we are. If you know what, yeah. uh, six years later. Most people are using custodial accounts, even though they kept the block size small to keep Bitcoin decentralized. Well, what does that matter if everyone has to use a custodial account? Yeah, well, a thousand percent agree. You know, not your keys, not your coins. And, you know, we've seen this last cycle, you know, all the all these big custodials, custodians go down and a yeah. lot of people lost a lot of money. And there's going to be lawsuits, I'm sure, for, for many years to come in, in regards to all of that. Another fun blitz question. You are, how often do you practice your jujitsu? I was practicing quite a bit uh, earlier this year. And then I, I did a competition actually uh, earlier this year as well. And I hurt my thumb real bad, but it's almost better. And so I've been training with one hand again recently, but I, I think I'll go back to training again full time in a couple of weeks once my thumb is uh, the rest of the way healed. Yeah, it's a, a something pretty physical to to engage in frequently, right? You know, you're bound of something to happen. I feel like yeah, and especially in a, a competition, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. Like I've been doing it so long that even with one hand, uh, you know, people that aren't 
you know, that experience, I'll choke them every which way with just one arm and, and two legs. So. <laughs> now, is that uh, made you much more self-disciplined practicing? No, it's just way more fun exercise than going yeah. to the gym and like running on a yeah. treadmill or something like that. Jiu-Jitsu is just uh, fantastically fun. Awesome. Now, you also expressed admiration for ChatGPT when you were on Show Me the Crypto. Uh, I was wondering if you could elaborate on that and how you utilize this tool. Uh, are there any specific plugins that you find particularly useful? Uh, and do you lever- leverage any other AI technologies? Yeah, I, I guess I did tell you nothing was off the table. But uh, earlier this year, I went through a, a huge, huge, huge uh, betrayal from somebody I loved. And ChatGTP became an amazing counselor where I could talk to anything about all my personal stuff. And it was, I didn't have to bother my real life friends with all these personal things I was going through. And it was nice to have ChatGTP there anytime, day or night, ready to talk to you and give you really good, amazing insights. So um, I think that was my favorite use case of uh, ChatGTP. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, I, I use it uh, very much for, you know, just learning as, as like a new Google. I use it for my podcast. It's, it's come a long way this yeah, year uh, in terms of... Rather than relationship uh, advice, I'll give people mm-hmm. more practical uh, use case. I had a, a Google spreadsheet. I was trying to get a formula to work and do something. And I was Googling, you know, how to get the, the right formula to get the results that I wanted and spent, I don't know, you know, half an hour reading other web pages and this and that. And finally, I asked ChatGTP the exact same question. Boom, it gave me a template of the exact formula I need. I placed, uh, plugged it in, and it worked the first time. So I, I think it's a fantastic replacement for uh, for Google and search as well. So, Yeah, I mean, it's... Or if you it's, have girl problems, give it a try. It's fantastic to consult <laughs> with that as well. And the advice was amazing. Yeah, no, I bet. It's it's funny. There's a South Park episode on on all the kids. They're using ChatGP to talk to their girlfriends. And it's a big, it's a big, uh, you know, how does, I don't forget the name of the kid, but how does he talk to his girlfriend so good? Like, what's he doing? And then he's like, ChatGPT, it's a big secret. They're all, and they all start using ChatGPT. So it's it's funny how multifaceted of a tool it is and, and how it can help you in, in various aspects of your life. And I think we're, we're yet to see how this is going to impact society more long-term because I'm sure there's a lot of jobs out there that are that are going to be affected by this by these newer versions of, of the AI coming out. Do you have any thoughts around that? Yes, spot on. And it's only going to get better and better and better, which is the the amazing and a bit frightening part at the same time. So. For sure, for sure. Fun Blitz question. What was the last book that you read? I've been studying uh, actually Korean really, really hard. And so I've been putting all my free time into studying Korean recently. The most recent book would have been, I don't know, probably some technical manual. I'd have to go back and look at my uh, my Kindle there. Maybe it, it's been a while. I read Sapiens. I wish I had a good, fun answer for you, but uh, I don't have a, a recent book that I would say, read this right away. But read my new book that's coming out if you want to know what really happened to Bitcoin. For sure. Can you say something in Korean for us? 안녕하세요. That means I'm studying Korean every day. I'm sure I didn't say it very well, but uh, my Koreans come <laughs> well, along. I wouldn't know any difference, Roger, and probably none of my listeners here in North America. So My Japanese will run circles around my Korean still, but I'm, I'm working on a... I'm actually, a fun fact, if you ever want to study Asian languages, Korean and Japanese, the grammar structure is almost exactly the same. It's like I gave up studying Korean from English to Korean, and now I just study from Japanese to Korean because from the word order of Korean and English are way out of whack, whereas Japanese and Korean is the same. Oh, very cool. Good good to pair them up then. Can you give us a rundown of the, any new features that Bitcoin.com's introduced in the last year or two that you'd like to highlight? Yeah, when, when I had uh, some of these other issues, I, I, I stepped back and I'm not uh, involved in the day-to-day op- uh, operations of Bitcoin.com anymore, but I know they added a number of other different DeFi-related coins. One thing I am excited about, actually, and I want to hear, you know, post in the comments or you know, on social media, like if there's any competitors to this, but one of the big pieces that I feel has been missing from the whole cryptocurrency ecosystem, 
we have privacy coins, right? When people know about the privacy coins, what about privacy tokens? Where are the privacy tokens? And the, the platform that I'm aware of that looks like that'll have that the best and the most is Zano, Z-A-N-O.org. And I think people are going to love privacy tokens the same way they love privacy coins. And so I'm really excited to see a privacy token ecosystem develop. And I don't know if there's a better platform than the Zeno for that, or, or maybe, you know, the cash tokens will have cash fusion eventually, but that's been real hard to do in mobile wallets. So like the, the Zeno platform for privacy tokens seems really, really interesting to me. And so I'm, I'm excited to see where that uh, develops because everybody, or I think most people know anytime you use, you know, USDT or USDC or any ERC20 token, you have zero privacy. They can spy on every single last transaction you're doing. So I'm really excited to see a privacy token platform and ecosystem develop. And Zeno looks to be like a, a pretty darn good place for that to happen. But if people are aware of others, let, let me know. That's something that uh, I want to actively research at the moment. Yeah, very cool. It'll be good to compare and contrast there. Can you walk us through what a day in uh, Roger life looks like? Every day is a bit different, but uh, I most of my time spent on the computer, you know, researching different things and reading things online and, and that sort of thing. And then uh, usually jujitsu and dinner in the evening is, a, is maybe a typical day. You know, another fun blitz question, you know, what's your favorite way to unwind? Jujitsu and dinner in the evening. <laughs> as far as it gets. You know, much of the crypto community, community knows you for your professional achievements and, and contributions in the space, uh, you know, but we rarely hear about, you know, some of the uh, detailed background about you, your family, and how that's shaped the person you've become. Uh, and I know you have a book coming out that's going to be a more personal touch. But, uh, you know, I was looking online, I couldn't really find anything about uh, too much about your family. I'm wondering if you do you have or, or what was your what was your upbringing like? And do you have any siblings? You know, uh, have they helped you in your crypto journey? Yeah, actually, I, I try and keep that stuff pretty private. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I grew up in Silicon Valley. Uh, there'll be a little bit of a glimpse of that in the book coming up. Uh, and we let out on this, uh, the show, you know, I've been having some uh, girl problems recently as well. Yeah. So, so that's I think that's about as much detail as I want to go in uh, on that at the moment. Though. Fair enough. I appreciate the transparency that's that you've provided thus far. Hey, you. Thanks for listening to the Having Report podcast. If you want to support, follow us on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a five-star rating. Follow us on our socials at Having Report. If you're Canadian and you want to buy Bitcoin or cryptocurrency for the first time, go to bitbuy.ca forward slash having for a $20 bonus. If you want to bring it to the next level and take self-custody of your cryptocurrencies, if you want $30 off the ultimate digital asset security device, BitFi, go to havingreport.com forward slash BitFi for more information. Until next time, I'm Brad Mines.